Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers. Welcome to episode number 30 of your Habit Thrive podcast. I'm Lori and I'm here to chat with you today about feeling better. So for those of you who have followed my podcast for a little while, you know that I am all about seasons. I am all about what's going on in the present moment, in nature, in the world, sometimes even in my community, which is why I like to say I kind of fly by the seat of my pants on these podcast episodes, which I have to give a shout out again to Laura, who does the editing because I do them week by week. And there are a couple of reasons for that, but one is that I really, really want to speak to what's going on. And I have the benefit of having an amazing group of class participants and clients and my women's wellness community on Facebook who are always kind of checking in and we're talking about how how we're feeling and and what's going on and sometimes you know sharing photos of being out and around in these winter months. So if you're listening right now in January, this episode is specific to January, but how to feel better, the things that we're going to talk about and that I'm going to suggest from an Ayurvedic perspective, from a yogic perspective, from a next chapter perspective, will help any month. And some of them are just, let's say, kind of foundational things that um, often we just forget about. We just, we're feeling kind of in a funk, so to speak, and it's like, where's my toolbox? And this is why it is, I find it's really helpful for myself. I will, I will search out podcasts and, and blogs that remind me of some of the things that sometimes I already know, but, but sometimes there are new tips that come up and I'm like, this is great. This is going to fit really nicely in the month of January. And so here we are in this month and it is a extra challenging month. January is challenging already and we have um, the January blues that have been described in this month very much described in terms of the, the low light and the winter temperatures, all of that. But we also have on top of that, we're not quite uh, out of COVID. It's still like a little dog nipping at our, at our heels to remind us that it's here. We have the residue of COVID stuff as well that is coming into January. And here in Canada, we have Bell's Let's Talk Day, which is January 25th. So this podcast will be a few days before although this campaign has really been out there, which is amazing. 
on social media, on television about, unfortunately, the mental health crisis in Canada. And for those of you, I have listeners in the States and, and Sweden, Australia, all over. And it's certainly not just in Canada. And what is amazing though right now is this campaign. And if you haven't had a chance yet to even search it up online, just, see, just to see the history of the Bell Let's Talk campaign, that started very much as an awareness campaign around ending the stigma around mental illness, around increasing awareness. This year, with an influx of $10 million into organizations that support mental health, the focus is very much on action and supporting those organizations, getting out into the community, getting out onto the streets, supporting the organizations that have been in the communities uh, for a very long time as well. But it's very, very action-oriented. So that really very much spoke to me. And, and I feel personally right now when we think about how do we be part of this solution? How do we help in, not again, just in this month of January, because this continuum of where we can be with our mental health is anywhere from feeling a little down and, and as, you know, let's say the experts describe having some January blues, but if depression and anxiety has been part of you or your family's experience, it absolutely can be made worse in January and in the winter. So we have this big continuum, but we can all benefit from supporting ourselves and reaching out. And again, that is the whole reason for this Let's Talk campaign. And this is why I'm talking. This really feels important to me. I have the ability to talk and to send it out in the airways and to get other people talking. It is an honor and it is, uh, it's a privilege. So that just really came to me. I actually was thinking about another podcast for this weekend. And again, this is why I love just, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm just going to feel what is speaking to me. And again, this really, really speaks to me. So this also, when we come back to the title of this episode around feeling better, coming to ourselves first. And so that can be, again, with ourselves, looking at some of the tools that I've actually, we've talked about in past episodes of this um, Habit Thrive podcast, but also taking those tools and noticing when we start to feel better, when we're looking after our mental health and looking after our physical health, of course, helps with our mental health, it's in our emotional health, it's all related, that we're in a much better position to go out into the world, into our families, actually, into our friend circles, into the community, into mental health organizations to say, how can I help? We also know that from a research perspective, that as we help others, we feel better. 
And that has been in the research and in mainstream media. Although I must say sometimes when I say that, of course, I am very particular to what I am looking for and actually what I'm also allowing into my sphere, right? And again, that just comes up over and over again, that as we look after our own well-being and feel well enough and have enough energy also to go out there that we will that will come back to us as well and then it just keeps building and building and building and so what I'm going to start with so wherever you are on the continuum I'm also going to say right this is the opportunity to also reach out right from the get-go if you are listening to this right now and you're like yeah I've been wanting to reach out I've been wanting to go to my local mental health association and see what resources they have this is the opportunity um, it is 12 months a year for sure but right now absolutely so at the same time, the things that we're going to be chatting about here today, give them a try. Let's see how they work for you. Share them. With, share this podcast episode with friends or family who you think this might be helpful for as well. So how do we feel better? I am going to start with, again, here we are, cold, dry, the light is low in Canada right now. And so the first thing that we can do to feel a little bit better or potentially is to add some light into our lives. And it literally can be having uh, heading outside. Okay, so the outside light, the sunlight, this affects our serotonin melatonin connection. And the thing about having that low light in the winter is that we have less serotonin. So if you think about serotonin as being your day kind of mood, feeling good uh, neurotransmitter, the melatonin is your nighttime. And those two work together. So as you increase your serotonin in the day with more light, with um, complex carbohydrates, eating well, with exercise, that increase in serotonin during the day has an effect on increasing your melatonin at night for a better night's sleep. And then melatonin again, as you come around into the morning and start your day, as serotonin kicks in, that whole circle, that whole habit loop, I'm gonna say, it's a maybe not a habit loop, but a loop, again, is what supports you. And so, it's, and you've heard me say this before, as early as you can, get your eyeballs in the light. So for some of you, it might not be convenient or even safe or even doable to, to get outside every day. So having a light box, speak to your pharmacist, your healthcare practitioner around a light box. Um, that has been proven not for everybody, but for enough people that it's worth looking into that sitting in front of a light box, particularly in these winter months, can help our mood. It can boost our serotonin. It can affect our sleep at night. So I'm going to do my first shout out for light. Okay, so you've heard me again, even a little bit of movement. So doesn't necessarily have to be outside, but if it is outside, you're gonna get that double boost of the serotonin from the light and then the serotonin increasing from your exercise. But if you have a treadmill inside, if you've got a bike inside, and if you are also practicing, right, this push-pull 
going forward a little bit with your exercise, what is the least amount for you to feel a difference in January? Right, that's all you're looking for. It, it may not be a full out to the gym, you know, let's go an hour, full blast, run, all of that, no. What is the least amount of exercise? Movement could be a five minute dance party or a three minute dance party, right? That you notice that your mood changes. So that can be that combination, you deciding inside, outside, what is the type of movement that works for you? And that is where you become curious, you become an explorer. And I'm gonna give a shout out right now to Kate Galliott. Um, we had a wonderful interview yesterday. Uh, next week's episode is going to be my interview with Kate who has written the book Becoming Unbreakable, which again fits so beautifully into January with our mental and physical health. She talks very much in this interview about being curious, about being an explorer, about being with yourself wherever you are in this process of, let's say, feeling better, getting healthier, all of that. So you won't want to miss that. I'm giving that shout out right now. So again, we are outside, even if you can sit by a light, uh, uh, by a window. Okay. So even if you can sit by a window, you can stick your head out and take a few breaths, all of that. So a little bit of movement, water for sure, because of course it's the dehydration that can make us feel tired. It can make us feel headachey. Um, even a little foggy. So just slowly starting to increase your water. Again, in the month of January, notice, because we don't notice as much when we're thirsty in January, sometimes as we do in the summer months. And it just can take a little bit more. Like I see these big jugs on, you know, Instagram and even Facebook and posts. No, 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 no. What is the, again, the least amount? Is it a, is it a glass of water um, first thing in the morning, right? A cup of water. How do you, do you notice that? That is where I find, I'll say that right now, that my water has the most impact, is first thing in the morning to start digestion and it gets in my brain. It's like, oh, okay, that felt really good. But then we're curious, why, did, why do I feel so good? I had my water. Okay, so when you make that connection back from the reward of your, uh, your experience, then you will do it again and you'll actually feel a little better again. You're gonna give yourself a pat on the back and move forward. I am next going to suggest social interaction. This is coming up again in um, over and over again. This came on all the way through COVID. So here we are in this scenario of saying social interaction is wonderful for our mental health. Now, depending on how your holidays went and depending on even where you live, all of that, the social interaction may be still through Zoom. It may be still through telephone call, but sometimes we have to be very specific about this and that it goes onto our to-do list for the day. It goes into our journal. And then we notice we get off the phone with this person that we spoke to and we notice right away that we feel more present, we laughed a little bit or laughed a lot, right? And notice. Now, if that social interaction can be outside and you could be exercising, like that's a lot to ask. I'm gonna tell you that right now. When you are feeling um, low energy in January, 
I want you to go for the for the lowest hanging fruit. Sometimes that is not trying to get organized with a group of friends to go snowshoeing outside once a week. I'm going to say right now, that is a lot of that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of planning. So you start with the easiest thing. I'm going to make a phone call. Okay? I'm going to make a phone call to someone who I think right now actually really needs it. Right? So it could be something someone a family member, a friend, someone you're you're thinking about can even reach out to organizations, mental health organizations in your community and perhaps say, I'd like to connect in this community a little bit more. So they will suggest perhaps a nursing home or retirement home or somewhere that you might be able to connect. So then again, you are volunteering and you are getting out and you have that social interaction and you're helping. Like it just checks off so many boxes. It's unbelievable. It's really, it, it still amazes me. But I'm still going to say it's not easy. That is actually a big chunk to take when you are not feeling, let's say yourself yet, you're feeling low energy. So you play with that a little bit. You're curious about that, right? You might talk to a friend who is doing that already. And so then also you release that. I'm not sure how this is going to go because you know someone who already goes and volunteers at you know the nursing home or or the food bank or so it's already a um, I'm gonna say a comfortable place in the sense that you already know someone who's doing that so this is how we make it easier and easier okay but still that social interaction is taking you outside of sometimes outside of our comfort zone right especially I'm an introvert believe it or not I'm for sure an introvert um, I'm comfortable, much more comfortable speaking to you as a podcaster <laughs> than going into some social situations. So you get to know yourself. And this might not be a January thing for you, okay? But you're just kind of noticing, taking notes, even when you start to think about it. Honest to goodness, someone is going to say something to you somewhere this week or, or today, right? Or you're going to read something and it's going to remind you. Okay, so you're just noticing again, this is all it's for yourself, but it is that concept of talking, reaching out all at the same time. And I'm also going to suggest from here that you are just noticing what you're allowing in, in particularly the month of January, because when we have low energy, we're not feeling ourselves, our resistance is down. So for example, you may not feel like reaching for your journal and starting to, you know, journal your thoughts or even to plan your day or even to meditate. That takes actually a little bit of energy and sometimes a lot of energy. It is much easier to flip on the television, to scroll Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, much easier then um, I'm going to say, then meditation, watching the news, uh, social media. So we've got two things happening here. We're wanting to change the mood that we're in, so we're going to do something. But when our resistance is down, then we are more likely to let things in that if we were feeling more energized and being, and that, and awareness comes with that, we may not allow 
all of those news stories in. We may not um, go down the rabbit hole of some of the, of the social media posts, right? We can become or start to think about, particularly as we want to feel better, being very vigilant and, and very much curating. This came from Kate actually in our interview yesterday. Very much curating what comes into your awareness, what comes into your brain, what comes into your home, right? The images, all of that. And honest to goodness, even if you are scrolling social media and you are very good with, and, and, and I'm careful on this, actually I'm going to mention too in January I do a little bit of cleaning of, of unsubscribing and noticing what groups I'm in and just kind of being, okay, is this a positive? Is this helping me move forward? Is this making me feel good? And so even with some social media posts, even if you're looking at posts of, of people that are on beaches, you know, every, you know, traveling and it looks amazing and you're at work going, yeah, <laughs> this is not making me feel better. I mean, it can. You could be looking at all, even positive stuff, right? All of this positive stuff and you're thinking, this does not make me feel better. Be honest with yourself. We are 50-50, right? If we can feel joy for all the positivity in the world and people doing everything that they love 100% of the time, well, that's pretty darn amazing. I'm gonna say that right now. And it's great to have a goal of feeling, you know, joy and, and, and happiness all the time as we go through social media. But reality is when we're feeling down, sometimes positive posts actually make us feel worse. Like how strange is that? But it, well, it makes sense. I'm gonna say it does make sense. And it is what it is to be human. So you may want to be a little bit more vigilant <laughs> with, your, um, with your scrolling. And for some people, they just get off social media. And I mean, I love it. Like I've got, a, I have my women's wellness group. I love Facebook and social media um, in general. But I agree sometimes with that suggestion to just perhaps a little bit less or, you know, just in the, at noon or just in the morning, not before bed and be very selective. We can get rid of ads now. Facebook is taking over like crazy right now of what we're seeing, right? So we can learn, how do I get rid of these ads? How do I do this? How do I take back my control of what is coming into my mind, my being, my home? And really laugh too at yourself. If you catch yourself making a comment, even as you're on social media, it's all positive laugh it off again like so human so human and we need to embrace ourselves for that and specifically in these months specifically in the winter I'm going to say so that is again some suggestions to play with feeling better uh, that and again as much as you can in terms of gratitude gratitude is a muscle the more we um, play with it as we get up first thing in the morning and we think about it and we write it down and we notice it right it becomes easier it becomes stronger but it is difficult when we're not feeling good. It's difficult when there are um, sad things happening in the world and awful things happening in the world. And so we give ourselves a hug and we realize this is a push-pull feeling of how can I be grateful when 
this is going on for my friend and my family and and there's suffering right now in our community and so coming back to ourselves and saying I'm going to find that inner strength and be grateful for what I have right now in my life and then go out and help in whatever way I can and so this again is perhaps how to play with gratitude the other things again to notice are just everything around this is the, your time perhaps to check in with your pharmacist with your healthcare practitioner around supplements like vitamin D right this has come up in the news again often around COVID and around even around mental health so vitamin D and your magnesium and your and your zinc anywhere that you might be thinking hmm I'd like a little bit more support in the winter. So again, you have a support system around with your doctor and healthcare uh, team. So reaching out and noticing because it does help. I think it's always a combination of all of this, but then again, you notice. I'm starting to take some supplements. I'm starting to have a little more water. I'm starting to eat some more fruits and, and vegetables. Even though I'm craving sugar and caffeine, I'm just gonna play with letting some of that go a little bit and notice how I feel right so and do you do all of this see that's the thing always right and that's me even as a personal trainer and I want to help and I just throw everything out there I always have to come back and say oh, if there's one thing that speaks to you that we've been talking about that's all you need to start with that's it and in fact you might just be open and say and if everything and everything that I just listened to right now I'm gonna trust that what I perhaps should do or might do, and it might not even be in the month of January because some of you might be just totally hunkering down in January. It might be in February, right? You might take yourself forward into and just say, I'm just gonna start something perhaps in February. But as you're open to this, I'll almost guarantee you <laughs> that opportunities and ideas will just present themselves. And so it becomes, and so it will be easier for you. Okay. So as we move into in Canada, uh, Bell's Let's Talk Day, the campaigns and the suggestions to reach out and talk to family members, to friends, to people in the community, we can only do what we can do. I just am so, again, honored and feel very grateful for all of you for listening because here I am talking and you're listening and we're sharing all of this energy together and um, it's going out into the world. Big hugs everyone. Don't forget to breathe. Soft inhales in. A nice long exhale out and notice right here right now that perhaps you feel a little bit better bye for now if you love this episode I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together so come on over to my Facebook group Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.